Boker Tov, we are on the fourth chapter of Tehillim, fourth Mizmor, the fourth song. I'm going to read the introduction given here. A psalm of entreaty on, part, on the part of one who is being vilified and pursued for no good reason. So assuming this is David HaMelech who's writing it, he is, he's talking about how uh, he, he's praying to Hashem to help him from all of his haters, to help him in the face of all of his haters. The psalmist calls upon God as he both saves the blameless and foils the schemes of the wicked. That's a very, very good uh, summary of this, of this mizmor, of this song. Now, what was the last mizmor about? I love it. You always want to go back. Yeah. He always wants to go back. What was the last mizmor about? Mizmor David bevorchom yipinav shalom beno. Running away from Avshalom, his son. And, and then he, he talks about how my enemies are many, this and that. Now this Mizmor is going to have a similar, yes. a similar theme. That's it's going it to be about after. enemies that are pursuing David and that David is praying on behalf of, uh, to, to have strength or to be, to be saved in the face of those enemies. So for that reason, is this in a specific even though it does not say, no, but, but, but what I'm trying to point out is even though it does not say it explicitly, that this is a mizmor about running away from Avshalom, but the Radak and the commentaries that do try to put place the mizmorim in historical context say this one as well was when he was running away from Avshalom. Based on the, like Radak. Radak, is, Radak tries to do that throughout the Tehillim. Based on the introduction you gave, it sounds like this was as like they were trying to scheme against them. Yeah, right? something like that. Yes. When, he, when he's realizing that, wow, there are a lot of people that are against me, I don't know who I can trust. There are people that are scheming against me. Now, what does he do? He turns to Borei Olam, which is his only hope. But what I'm trying to point out is that I personally am not, I'm not uh, going to necessarily interpret every single mizmor, every single song, as being placed within an, a, a, certain, a, a Tanakhic <clears throat> con- context. I'm not going to say this happened when David was running away from Avshalom. I'm not going to say that. But I do want to point out to you that the Radak, let's say, and the commentaries who do that's do that, what, like Rashid, that, Radak, they, they that, do do they that. Are, there are reasons for why they do it. One of the reasons they would do that for this Mismore is because it's not, right it's not only is it the same theme as the previous Mismore, it also follows the previous Mismore, which was explicit about that. At what point, at what point during his reign and life was, did he deal with Avshalom and all this? At the end. Oh, the end. At the end. Yeah. It's at the end of Shmuel Bet. The last, last, last part of Shmuel Bet, besides for those last few but chapters, comes which out are... Again, right? He's yeah, not, yeah. He's, he's, he's... Yeah, by, that, mm-hmm. by the beginning of Melachim Aleph, yes. he's, he's, the, the throne is rightfully his, and he is powerfully making the statement that he wants Shilamo to be king. Meaning he, he, doesn't, he doesn't lose at the end, he wins at the end of the Avshalom situation. Okay? The, miz, the, the song begins, the Mizmor. I'm, I'm going to keep using the word Mizmor to refer to each chapter because that's like the proper way of doing it. It, yeah. it just means the song. Yeah. bin Ginot, Mizmor le David. For the chief musician, for the conductor, on the stringed instrument called Niginot, a song for David. Now this is a very, this is the first time we're seeing the word <laughs> Lamnatseach. So it's, it's important to say what, is, what this word Lamnatseach means. That we use a lot. According, we use it a lot throughout Tehillim. <laughs> According to most commentators, or all commentators actually, the Minatseach was the head of the, the choir or the head of the, mu- of the musicians. The, so we'll the, call him the, the conductor. conductor. Okay? And the idea is that this is a heading that is given to many of the, of the songs of Thilim because it not, doesn't necessarily mean that David wrote this 
Mizmor. In fact, this heading would kind of hint to you that, that, that this Mizmor was at least organized and put into Tehilim after David's time. Because we know the content may have come from David, but whoever wrote this first Pasuk is saying that this song should be sung by the conductor. Which is not really relevant because David so wasn't David around. Was David, David, David wasn't was around not, when the Beit Hamikdash was So built, David even. was not the one who was singing, because the, from what I no, know, the David singing, used to the sing. singing, the, the singing was sing, done. He used to dance. Yes, but the, we see he, him singing and dancing uh, in in especially there's one place in the in his story when the daughter of Shaul gets upset at him. But but the songs are being sung by the Kohanim and the Levim. The Kohanim would do like the trumpets, the Levim would do everything else. So this is so, talking in the Bet HaMikdash time. This is when it's so Saul's, it, in that, that must be what... Okay. No, not in Shilomo's time. Shilomo's Shaul, time. Shaul, Shaul, yeah, Shilomo's time. Okay, yeah, sorry. So, or, or even after. Even after Shilomo. It could be much later in, in, in history. Okay? It just not, doesn't sound like this first Pasuk, which is telling us that this, is, this song was led by the conductor of was. the orchestra of the Bet HaMikdash. doesn't sound like... Whoever wrote that Pasuk is not, it was not in David's time. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were the conductors of this Negina. Yeah, naturally the, the, the so conductor. The no, the, um, the, he's using Menachim slightly different than that. In that no, why we don't put here the, the Levis on one side and they should be also... Yeah, we should be singing, why not? Why not have Levi, yes. Levim sing? In Basel, in the singing in Basel, they have a whole choir. Okay, wait, let's, let's, let's move on. Now, what is binginot? We're going to see the word niginot also. So, whenever you have the word lam you have the conductor. The niginot, or the second word of the pasuk, often refers to the type of instrument that, that they, they use. So, if you look in the next chapter, chapter 5, it's going to say lam el hanechilot. So, nechilot is a Flutes. another type of instrument. Okay, so it, that's, it's important to understand what these uh, introductions are. Means more than so David means using, a song. What instrument they're using to sing this? A song that was originally composed by David. That's what Mizmor mm-hmm. David means. A song that was originally composed by David. So it's composed by David, but now it's being sung by the Levim. Okay. The use right. of the different instruments means anything? anything or? I, I don't know if we know. Maybe there's, a, there's some chokhmah behind it Probably. in the Beit HaMikdash, but I haven't, I've read a lot of the commentaries on this topic, and uh, the most they mostly say is that the Radak is a beautiful thing, that he says that music is one of the, the basic chokhmot of the world. Because music can help a person change his mood yes, more than true. any other device. Yes, so he says something, he speaks philosophically about, about the power of Get music. from where you are to where you want to be. Something like, yeah, true. I guess. That's, that's, that's a beautiful radak. You could, look, you could look in you radak. change your mood immediately. Okay, let's go. Now let's move because we have limited time. Pasuk bet. Bekor'i aneni elohetzit ki, batsarir harftali, honneni ushmatafilati. When I call, answer me, Hashem. God of my tzidki, of my rightness or my righteousness. And why is he calling God God of his tzedek? Tzedek means justice, right? And David right now is being pursued unjustly. Yes. So, so he's saying, God of justice, forget, you are the please, one who, you are the you one are the who cares one about justice, please answer me. Batsar hirhavtali. In my distress, you have relieved me. You've opened things up for me. Now, choneni uh, ushmatafilati. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. Now he says, Batsar hirhavtali. What does that mean? Translate it as literally as you can. In my distress, you kind of like opened up for me. Now, I me when I was in distress. Isn't it strange that he says, aneni, Please answer me at the beginning of the Pasuk. Yes. And at the end, he says, Please deal grace, graciously with me yes. and, and listen he, to my tefillah. Yes. But now, in the middle of it, he's saying, in pray. my distress, you took care of me. So what's going on? 
So here you have a classic grammatical rule or gram- grammatical example of a rule called avar bimkum atid. It's very important to know this in Tehillim because it happens everywhere. Avar bimkum atid is a, is a poetic flourish which Puts is, already the, 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 the. it takes what the author wants to happen and is praying for and he states it in past tense. Yeah. So right now, did, did Hashem already open up David's distress? No. no. But David is saying it in the past, which just means, please Hashem, open up my distress in the future. Now, why, why he would use such a poetic device? Because he wants it immediately. Maybe, maybe it could be immediacy or maybe it could be confidence in Borei Olam's, in Borei yeah, Olam's ability. Yeah. But, but the technical way of translating these past tense pleads are to translate them into the future. So maybe really, it just it happened. You already, you already have. Yeah, to, you to, already. But, you but already it, have. Uh, whenever you're translating, the technically correct way to translate is to say that it means, "Please, in my distress, open up for me." Yeah. It, you don't translate it as the past, because yeah. he's using the past to talk about something he's praying for in the future. Mm-hmm. But that's a rule called avar bimkomati, the past in in place of the future. In the past, he's already said that this happened. Hashem already helped me. You're right. already helping me. Yeah, and, and I think that could be the that, idea there. Yeah, that, that I have faith in Bore Olam. Yes, it's, it's a done deal. You, you're yeah. done deal. That's it. Right. Yeah. Okay, Pasuk 3. Sons of men. Now, whenever it says Bene'ish, Ish is like a, Ish means like a great man. So, you elites, you sons of men, you governors. For how long will you put my honor to shame? And you love emptiness. And you seek lies forever. Why do you keep doing this? Why do you keep taking my honor and going against me? Why are you pursuing emptiness? Why do you love lies? It's not the, you know, loving emptiness and pursuing lies. It's not something that's changed much. The elites have been doing that for, for thousands of years. Okay? For you people, you should know that God has already chosen His righteous one, the one who is His chasid, the one who is the devoted one. And God will listen to me when I call out to him. So you people, you don't know what you're dealing with because God has already chosen me. confidence in him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's that's why they use the past tense because he has a confidence. Right. Now, now he gives them some musar. Now he gives them some rebuke to those people, those elites who are coming up against him. Tremble or be, be, uh, be concerned and do not sin. Say in your heart while you're on your bed and be still. I mean, stop agitating. Stop making an issue. So he says in this pasuk, be, take it seriously. And when you're sleeping at night and you have quiet time, think about your actions. So that you and hopefully sleep. that can, so that, so can hopefully sleep. that can lead you to stop agitating and to, yes, be, to be quiet and to stop sleep. coming you cannot, up against you cannot, me. You okay? So uh, this is a, there's actually a... Uh, first of all, it's very interesting to note that David, he's telling them to, to change their ways when they're sleeping in their bed. Because that's a time when everything is quiet, and there's and, no distraction, and, you can really look and at when everything. a person could really look at themselves honestly. Okay? But there's also a beautiful Gemara in Birachot that takes this piece, Pasuk and interprets it midrashically completely. And, he sa- and it says, the, the, the Gemara in, uh, in Birachot says, this Pasuk on a midrashic level applies to all of us. Where first we have to do our best to fight our yetar hara. Be you know alert and do not sin. And if you can't beat your yetar hara just by trying, 
Then imru vilvavchem. Then say what's on your heart, meaning learn Torah. That's how the Gemara interprets it. Learn Torah. And now if... Go to the Beit Midrash, say yeah, yeah, exactly. And if learning Torah and going to the Beit Midrash is not helping you fight your Yetzer Hara, al mishkavchem, what do you do on your, on your bed? You say the Shema. Then focus on the Shema, which is the part of the Torah where you commit yourself to Borei Olam. And if the Shema does not work for you, vedom musela, then think about the day when you will be quiet. Meaning the day when you are dead. So like if wow. you're having trouble overcoming your sinfulness, then the last option is, to, is, so is, to, is to focus on the Yom Hamita, on the day of death. Because that's going to get you aware and alert not to continue sinning. Okay, we have a few more psukim. So back on the Peshat level, David turns to the elites who are confronting him and he says, Offer sacrifices of righteousness and trust in God. You know what David is not doing? He's not arguing with them on their level of argument. So he's not saying, you're claiming I'm unjust and I am just. He's saying, I'm not even going to discuss your arguments. Just, I just know that you people are sick. So go work on yourself. He goes to the point. He goes, he gets, the point. He goes, straight, he he goes straight under to, their arguments. Yes. You know? go, go work on yourselves. Go, go start serving Borei Olam. Because himself, what you're doing, lower you he doesn't lower himself to their, to their argument. He's saying, look, your arguments are foolish. I know you people are just corrupted and you've deviated from the way of God. You're leading yourself into a hole. Try to find God again. When you're on your bed at night and it's quiet, try to think about correcting your ways. Give korbanot of righteousness. Trust in Hashem. Rabbi Momrim, Miyarenu Tov. Many people say, who will show us any good? And then David turns to Borei Olam and he says, Nisa alenu or panecha Adonai. Who shows good? Borei Olam shows good. So he says, bring forth the light, shine forth the light of your countenance, Hashem. Nata'ata simcha belibi. You, Hashem, are the one who gives happiness in my heart. It's more, my happiness is more than the time of when they collect their grain and their wine is my happiness. Meaning when, they, when those people are excited over their, their abundance and their money, my happiness, I get even more happiness just with my faith in God. You give happiness in my heart. And that's why he's telling the people, if you're wondering where the good is going to come from, turn to Borei Olam. The, the light is going to come from God. While those people are needing to, on their beds, start thinking about their ways and yes. doing teshuvah, me, I go, I lie down and I sleep with peace uh, t- together, with, with peace. For you, Hashem, alone, yeah. place me and keep, help me dwell in safety. So unlike the people who are filled with sins and at night are constantly tossing and turning by the knowledge that they're There's heading the towards a bad path, David, knowing that his happiness and his joy comes from Hashem mm-hmm. and that he is the chassid of God and he's been chosen by God, he sleeps comfortably and knows that his safety comes from God. Notice one last thing that in the last chapter we said that, uh, that David was the chosen one. He, he called himself, um, uh, uh, let's see. No, in the, in the second chapter, maybe. In, in the second chapter or the, or the third chapter, he said, God has chosen his righteous one. And in the fourth yes, chapter, he, he also yes, talks front, about he also, the, he said, he said Right, that he says he, that yeah, God has yeah. chosen his righteous one. He, he, okay. he confirmed to them that I am the chosen one. Yeah, so, <laughs> so that was another chapter of David contending with his detractors, maybe in the time of Avshalom, and how he relies on God. And his knowledge that God will protect him to give him confidence even in his times of distress. Baruch Adonai Lulam. Amen. 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 Amen.